If I asked you what is the deadliest gang in the world, what would be your immediate response? The Sinaloa Cartel, Yamaguchi Gumi, La Costra Nostra, or the OG Sicilian Mafia itself? All wrong. Have you heard of MS-13? But MS-13 is particularly violent. They don't like shooting people because it's too quick. It's too fast. Their soldiers are trained to be brutal and fearless. And we'll take a look at what happened to some of their most prominent hitmen in this video. Ernesto Miranda. Also known as Smokey, Ernesto Miranda's story tells a tale of violence from start to finish. After escaping the heat of the Salvadoran War, where he served as a soldier, he moved to Los Angeles. Here, instead of respite and a peaceful life, he found more war in the streets. In the midst of a battle for survival and dominance, he formed gangs with other immigrants from El Salvador. Those gangs morphed into the infamous Mara Savatrucha Mafia Gang, or MS-13, a criminal powerhouse responsible for acts of terror all over America. The topic of this video you're watching. As co-founder of the gang, he spearheaded several operations involving drug trafficking, human trafficking, gun violence, murder, and street fights. As the U.S. government unleashed several tactics to tackle the MS-13, gang members were arrested and deported to El Salvador in their numbers. Smokey was one of them in 2004. His deportation turned out to be a positive turn for him as he dropped the gang life and set out on a new path for himself, a path of peace and reformation. He built a family and began studying law. Concerned about other youngsters getting sucked up into the gang culture, he tried to keep as many as possible away from gangs. Yet, when it seemed like he was going to have a chance at living a normal and responsible life, he was killed at the age of 38. On a Saturday night in May 2006, he had been invited to a celebration party in honor of an MS-13 member who had just been released from prison. He turned down the invitation. Subsequently, a few hours later, he was shot and killed right at the doorway of his home. Ernest Miranda was murdered by the beasts he made. Juan Garcia Gomez just a few months ago, in July 2022, the family of Jose Urares Hernandez finally got justice for their son, who was shot in July 2015. His killer was none other than Juan Garcia Gomez, or Scooby as he was often called. This murder was the beginning of his foray into the violent world of the MS-13. Gomez was barely 19 when he decided to join the gang and was sent on a mission to kill Jose, who was also a teenager at the time. The MS-13 is known for its brutal rites of passage in which the intending member is first sent on a mission, most times to commit murder, then severely beaten up by members of the gang before a ceremony in which they are officially accepted into the gang. Gomez shot Juan in the back of the head, violently ending his life just as he was about to enter his apartment. He was charged to court for racketeering conspiracy involving murder and pleaded guilty. On the 26th of July, he was found guilty of the said charge and sentenced to 35 years in prison. This was announced by the Criminal Division of the United States Department of Justice. In the words of attorney Philip R. Selinger, Garcia Gomez committed a brutal and violent crime to gain membership in a criminal organization known for its brutality and violence. He wasn't even out of his teens when he complied with MS-13's orders and snuffed out another young man's life. 
ruining the lives of his victim's family and friends, and ending any chance at a decent life for himself. This sentence will keep this violent criminal off of our streets. Gomez, who is currently 26, will spend the next 35 years of his life behind bars. Denise Escobar. She called herself La Diablita, meaning little devil, and indeed, she unleashed hell on five young men while associating herself with the Mara Savatrucha gang. A gory incident unfolded in 2017 after five boys posted themselves displaying gang signs on social media. Because of this, they were mistaken for gang members of a rival gang, and Laniz, in association with MS-13 gang members, decided that they would pay the highest price, their lives. Investigations revealed that Laniz was in a relationship with one of the gang members and decided to help them execute their evil mission to be in their good books. Her role was to lure them to the park where they would be killed. Members of the gang immediately rounded them up, asking them to go on their knees. All the boys except one were hacked to death by machetes. The only survivor, Alex Artiga Ruiz, recalls, under a full moon, running for my life, chased by gangsters, shouting, hack him. He revealed that when they were on their knees, he jumped to his feet and started to run. It was this fortunate escape that spelled doom for the knees and about 15 other members of the gang. She was apprehended by the police and charged with multiple counts, including murder in aid of racketeering, conspiracy to murder, obstruction of justice, and racketeering tied to murder. She pleaded not guilty to all charges, but on the 11th of April, she was found guilty of all charges. She is currently awaiting sentencing. Defense attorney Jesse Siegel mentioned that she is faced with a probable life sentence and not the death penalty because she was still a juvenile at the time the crime was committed. Now 22, Lenise may spend the rest of her life in jail. Juan Batista Jimenez. On the 23rd of December 2004, members of the Mara Savatrucha gang struck again with a horrendous crime that shook the whole of Central America. It happened at a time when the Honduran government was taking severe measures and making desperate attempts to flush out the gang. There were talks about stricter measures of discipline and a likely reintroduction of the death penalty. This seemed to outrage gang members and they staged a mass killing in protest sending waves of terror and shaking throughout the country. A bus containing mostly women and children was ambushed and stopped while in transit by the MS-13. They sprayed it with bullets using automatic guns, but they didn't stop there. One of the gang members proceeded to enter the bus, killing passengers one after the other. After the attack, 28 people had been murdered. This attack was spearheaded and organized by Juan Batista Jimenez. In 2007, following intensive efforts by the police to bring all the perpetrators to justice, he was arrested alongside other gang members. He was to be convicted as the mastermind of the massacre. This vicious act reinforced what the government and citizens already knew about the gang. They were bloodthirsty men with no regard for human life. It caused such an uproar all over the country that other members of the gang were displeased with the amount of publicity it garnered for the MS-13. They showed their displeasure by killing Jimenez in prison. Prison authorities state that he was hung by other gang members in prison who were angered by the bad press he had engineered. Edwin Ramos. The MS-13 is known for its senseless murders, often without any reason or motive aside from their penchant for unleashing violence. They are also known to constantly engage in fights with rival gangs, killing either the gang members or random people in the neighborhood with no gang affiliation. On the 22nd of June 2008 in San Francisco, gang member Edwin Ramos wiped out three members of a family, shooting them as they drove down a neighborhood street. 
Tony Balogno, who was 48 at the time he was murdered, and his sons Michael and Matthew, who were aged 20 and 16 respectively, were driving home after a family barbecue. Reports state that as they drove down a narrow street, their car briefly blocked Ramos from making a left turn. In a rather unfortunate turn of events, they were mistaken for rival gang members and shot at the intersection by Ramos as he drove past them in his Chrysler. Three of the four occupants of the car were killed while 21-year-old Andrew Bologna dodged the bullets and survived. He testified against the gang member and confirmed that he was the killer. In a three-month trial at which the mother and wife of the victims, Danielle Bologna, present, Edwin Ramos was found guilty on all counts of murder of the three victims and attempted murder of the survivor. On the 11th of June, 2012, he was sentenced to three life sentences for the crime and another 182 years for other charges to be served consecutively with no possibility of parole. Edwin Ramos will spend the rest of his life behind bars. Golden and La Inquieta Los Angeles's MacArthur Park has become one of the territories of the MS-13, with people having to pay weekly fees for permission to conduct their activities within the park's premises. The gang also earned a reputation for being particularly hostile toward transgender women. In October 2020 alone, two transgender women were attacked by a gang while they were at the park. Following a brutal attack against Daniela Hernandez, gang members identified as Golden and La Inquieta had previously approached her, requesting that she pay a fee to be allowed to stay in the park. They requested $80, but Daniela said she reached an agreement with them to pay $20 every week whether she was at the park or not. She said she struggled to pay this fee to the gang members even after she lost her job due to the COVID pandemic. However, it seemed like the gang was still not pleased with her as they sprung up on her one day while she was sitting on a bench at the park unaware of the deeply horrendous experience she was about to have. Two men and a woman walked up to her from behind, and the woman grabbed her neck from the back, slitting her throat with a knife. The other two men proceeded to stab her with knives in her stomach, chest, and arm. She was found and rescued by the police with 13 stab wounds and a 5-inch long slash along her neck. Golden, who has been identified as a 22-year-old Javier Tramin Rodriguez, and La Inquieta, who is 23-year-old Margarita Valencia, have been apprehended by the police. They have both pleaded not guilty to charges of extortion and attempted murder. Both await trial to decide their fate. 25-year-old Alejandro Enrique Ramirez Umaña is the first member of the Mara Sabatrucha gang to be sentenced to the death penalty. The FBI says that the prosecution of Umaña, which was thoroughly done sweeping through the coast of El Salvador to North Carolina and California, serves as an example of how they are positioning themselves to wipe out a gang that has wreaked unspeakable havoc in the country. Umaña is said to have committed five murders starting in 2005. On the 27th of July 2005, he killed Jose Herrera and Gustavo Porras. A few months after, in the same location, Los Angeles, he was one of the gang members who murdered Andy Abarca. On the 8th of December 2007, he murdered two brothers. It happened in Greensboro at a family-owned restaurant. Omania walked in flashing gang symbols and was challenged by two brothers. 
Ruben Garcia Salinas and Manuel Garcia Salinas, who said the symbols were fake. The gang member, also known as Wizard, shot at the brothers, one in the head and the other in the chest, killing. He walked out of the restaurant firing three more shots, one of which injured another person who was present. Five days later, he was arrested still in possession of the gun he had used to commit the crime. Even behind bars, Umania remained dangerous and unrepentant as investigations revealed that he arranged for the attempted murder of informants and witnesses. He even tried to go to the courthouse with a knife, but was discovered. On the 28th of April, 2010, a 12-man jury voted for the imposition of the death penalty on Amérez Umania for his crimes. Thank you for watching this video. If you liked it, click on one of the two videos on the screen to watch more interesting videos.